Hey, Jason Rice here. Another lap party quick tip. I'm going to also pull up Facebook Live here as we're going live online, both on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. We're also going to have this thing posted on podcasts if you want to listen to any of our upcoming tips. So going live to Facebook if anybody wants to chime in. And you know what? There's um shared a headline yesterday that other people have shared since then. And again, I'm not claiming the, the headline. It's just the fact that it was a Fox business headline that retail prices on used cars or used car prices have dropped. And of course, everybody wants to chime in. I don't know where they're getting this information from. This is delayed information. Wholesale's high. Everybody's paying too much for cars. I uh, can't buy cars, you know, whatever. And, you know, again, <laughs> there's a big difference. And I've seen another headline today on auto remarketing about Ed Edmonds explaining deeper meaning of August used retail prices and trading data. And uh, again, the concerns there. Um, think about it is, um, you know, and the title of this video is, you know, what dealers are willing to pay versus what consumers are willing to pay are two different things. Okay. The lane is going to continue to be high. Wholesale is going to continue to be high. Okay, uh, there's shortages of, of new car inventory out there. Dealers have to make up new car sales and used car operations. Okay, there's only been about a five to maybe 10% decrease in used car listings online. Okay, I specify that the fact that we are tracking national listings and 100 mile radius listings of our dealerships so we've got dealerships across the country and we are looking at national listings on autotradercars.com we're looking at 100 mile radius listings of used cars and, and and franchise if they're franchise dealers of 100 mile radius of their dealerships and there's been about a 10 percent drop in used car availability uh, and about over a 50% drop in new car availability, okay? There's 5 million less new cars being built. There's The SARS has dropped. Um, again, it's still ahead of the 10 million new car projected sales or 10 million sales that we did during the recession. It's still ahead of that. Last time I think I heard it was in the 13 million for new cars versus the 17 million we've been used to. So yes, there's a new car shortage. So wholesale is going to be high as dealerships have to make up sales and revenue there. Then you transition to uh, rental car companies. They're short. I paid, I'm paying stupid money for a rental car when my wife's car's in the body shop right now. They didn't have much to choose from. My wife's not happy with what she's stuck driving compared to what she has. You know, so those, that's a shortage there. The hurricane's wiping out cars and those cars need to replace. That's going to, so those dealers in the hurricane area are going to be able to ask a premium for cars because there's a, a car shortage there that customers had the hurricane. But the Louisiana dealers that are buying cars in Texas and Florida and Kansas and Michigan, you know, they're driving up those values of wholesale in those markets. But I'm here in Kansas City doesn't mean I get to pay Louisiana money at the lane for the cars and expect my Kansas City customers willing to pay that kind of money for it. OK, so what's happening at the lane? So, again, some of these comments that I'm seeing on this post yesterday about uh, used car pricing coming down, there's no denying it. August retail average pricing that customers paid for cars dropped for the first time in months, okay, now one, two percent swing, but it's actually the first time we're starting to see the average retail asking price of a used car drop, what consumers are willing to pay. 
customers don't have to do anything okay they don't have to buy nothing they can stay at home they can sit and wait till spring or summer when maybe new car allocations back and they can replace the car at that point in time because they don't they're sick of overpaying for things and think about is the economy going to get better or worse inflation is is true shortages is true people are going to pay more for gas people are paying more for groceries people are going to pay more in their electric and heating bill people are going to be paying more across the board for everything so to replace a big ticket item like a car going forward in traditional slower slower seasons right we're going into a slower sales cycle in the winter time that's not a you can't deny that shopper count drops 20 30 percent from the peak in in in, in spring and summer times okay so we're going to get a drop off in normal seasonal adjustments we're going to get a drop off with people overpaying for things across the board in their whole life food is going to be more important than upgrading from a 2019 to a 2021 you know so customers are don't have to pay these outlandish prices for cars like dealers do if they don't need it okay so it's going to be again a need economy not a one economy that's been going on so all this talk about look at what uh, you're telling me prices are down look at this person paying three grand at the lane higher than what mmr says it's worth okay great let the dealer buy it but the customer doesn't mean that doesn't mean the customer has to buy it so my point being right here, going forward, if you got it, if you want to continue to keep your inventory moving, continue to sell and make up market share, make up new car sales, you're probably going to have to make pricing adjustments. And you can't uh, mentally, sometimes dealers have, a, managers have a hard time wrapping their head around it. Why would I want to drop my price below what I'm going to have to go buy and replace this car for? Okay, well then don't and then sit there and hope customers come in and pay too much for cars. So if your inventory is bleeding through, if your inventory is aging, and I'm talking used, a lot of times um, here, if you're running really thin, you used to have 80 used cars. Now you only have 30 and they're selling before they get there. So I sound like I'm, I'm full of a bunch of crap. That's fine. That's because, again, you're short for your market. You're short for your demand. If you had 80 cars again, you're probably bleeding through and you're probably aging. And there's going to be wondering, what's what do I need to do to keep ahead of this? Well, you're probably going to it's probably going to be more price sensitive market. So if you have to adjust your pricing to keep the inventory moving, but it doesn't reflect what you have to replace them for, meaning you're not going to make as much profit as you're used to. You better be good on the back end. Right. I better be making 12, 15, 18, two grand on the back back if I can only make you know a few hundred on the front because the replaceability of cars the replaceability of cars is still going to be hard but that's where you come in and be a better operator on private sales acquisitions better operator on appraisal processes and make sure you're not losing any trading opportunities if you're going to pay up for a car do it at the curb not at the lane do it with service customers do it with people trying to sell their own vehicles get better there and the dealers that do it we had a dealer in our 20 group independent dealer buying anywhere from 70 to 100 off off private sellers every month year over year they didn't sell any any more cars from last compared last year to this year let's say for august but their front end gross or their gross was up a hundred thousand dollars because they're at acquiring cars from private sellers and not the lane we had another dealership that only um uh it used to be 20 30 percent of their inventory were on trades okay now it's upward to 70 80 percent 
they got better with their trade process, but they're also acquiring cars from private sellers and not the auctions. So again, that allows them to be able to have better growth. So quit complaining about what the lane's doing versus, oh, prices aren't dropping. Look what I got to pay at the lane. Well, they're dropping for the consumer. The consumer don't have to do anything. Okay. Like it or not, believe me or don't, that's fine. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. And uh, hopefully you're current your inventory, taking advantage of this great market that we're having right now, but it's going to take a swing and it has been taking a swing. Uh, but it's just a matter of you, if you noticing it or not and quit going off your gut. Well, that, that's not what I'm seeing. That's not what I'm feeling at my lot or my market. OK, what you're feeling and what's that or true are two different things also. So this trip was helpful. If this tip was helpful. Uh, I, I'm glad we're going to come back. I just did one, you know, just a couple of days ago Again, trying to do this each week. Also do uh, a weekly used car show on CBT News. Check that out. Again, good tips, good interviews there every Thursday at 1 p.m. Uh, podcast, YouTube, subscribe if you want some help and see how we can help you with this inventory management. Stay ahead of this turn because we don't just look at market data. You already have a market data tool, an inventory management tool looking at market data. We focus, again, what's on your lot. Uh, hence the name ooh, lot pop. Um, we focus on what's happening at your lot first, control what you control, and then pivot to the market data and inventory management tool to make decisions. So I um, hope this is helpful. Lotpop.com if you like more information on how we can help you.